It's Thursday. That means crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This time, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Travis Rogers, the Travis Rogers of yes. Locked On Rams, at Travis Rogers on Twitter. So here's the thing. And before, before I get into that, this episode of Crossover Thursday, as always, is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their price pick projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. So I had a joke and I had a thing that I talk about a lot where the one percenters on Twitter don't have a number after their name. So <laughs> at Travis Rogers does it, and that's tired now, okay? I'm evolving. I'm evolving. Okay. Have you had a dummy account with the now check mark enabled public of Travis Rogers? Because that's the new claim to fame on Twitter. No, I have not, Alex. I have not had the um, the pleasure of having someone pretend to be a middle-aged, overweight podcaster slash radio host. I, I have been short of, of that threshold of fame. I, I'm right in the sweet spot where I don't need to have a number, but that I don't need to worry about people creating dummy accounts on my behalf. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there should yeah, be a yet exactly. after that. Who knows what the future is going to hold? Uh, Very good we'll, point. What we do know is what the future held since the last time you and I talked mm. is vastly different than both either of us could have expected. So if you haven't listened to a, a Crossover Thursday yet, Travis and I are going to talk about the keys to victory in the first segment, the key matchups in the second, and kind of give our predictions, players of the game, kind of a, kind of a smorgasbord of everything you want and need to know ahead of Sunday's matchup at SoFi Stadium between the Cardinals and Rams, a place where the Cardinals got off the schneid against Sean McVay for the first time in, what was it, 12 games at the time, uh, and, you know, got a victory. Travis himself said that Kyler Murray looked like an MVP uh, early in last season, and, you know, things have changed since then. But I do want to ask you, key to victory obviously starts with quarterback. Matthew Stafford, it's been a thing. Got a contract extension in the offseason on the heels of the Super Bowl win, and then there's something that came out. Was it the tail end of last year that he got hurt and it was kind of left under wraps? And then now it's kind of expounded into like, what the hell is wrong with Matthew Stafford? Yeah, it's it, so you go back to when they really had a bad month in November last year. They, they did not win a game in the month of November. They were 0-3. They had a bye week in there too. Um, they didn't win a single game. And Stafford threw a pick six in all three of them. And he, he just did not look like the guy that had been the quarterback of the team up until that point. And thankfully, he didn't look like the guy that was the quarterback after that point. But there were whispers and rumblings about that his elbow was giving him a hard time. And, you know, season ends, they win the Super Bowl, everybody's very excited, and the Rams go about trying to get the elbow right. He goes about trying to get it right. And then camp opens, and they're already, well, he's not going to throw. We need to be careful with his elbow. So we're trying to figure out exactly how healthy he is or is not. The part that's been a real challenge, and, and like you said, Alex, obviously this this league is all about quarterbacks and, and whether your guy's playing well or not and whether he's, you know, I mean, not playing well because he's not playing well or you're not playing well because you're not getting a run game, you're not blocking up front, you have bad wide receivers, whatever the, the scheme's bad, whatever the other reasons may be. I would argue, and I have said, it's impossible to extract Matthew Stafford's performance from the team. And when he's in concussion protocol this week and he's, you know, he may or may not play on Sunday, they're going to kind of go, you know, day to day, as, as Sean McVay was saying earlier. Um, I don't know if this is a, 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 an additional injury on top of an elbow injury on top of something. I don't know because I can't tell you if, oh, his elbow is terrible because so they're disguising this as a concussion. 
it's impossible to evaluate Matthew Stafford. They can't run the ball. They have exactly one guy who catches passes. They can't block anybody. They don't have anything going on. They score 12 points a game. It's impossible to tell, oh, look, that ball's coming out of his hand differently than it did previously. He's made some great throws this year. Most of them have either gone to Cooper Cup or been dropped. Um, he's had some bad throws along the way. So it's kind of a challenge to figure out exactly what it is. I'll take him at their word that he's in the protocol because he got, you know, he got hit in that game and started to, to um, exhibit some some symptoms once, once we got into the middle of this week, but mm -hmm. I, th this entire season has been impossible to say, you know, that this player is the problem when so many things are the problem. Same Z's. I'm so happy you brought it around. <laughs> I'm so that's what we call a professional transition into my turn to talk. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, because that's exactly what's happening with the Cardinals, Matthew Stafford, like they're eerily similarly built, but, the Rams are built with more talent. Like, both are very top-heavy. They're very top-heavy. And for vastly different reasons, the Rams traded away a lot of their future, even though they've got pretty much a full slate of 2024 picks. Yes. Like, the Cardinals did the same kind of thing light with Zach Ertz and, and, and signing James Conner and trading for DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, drafting Kyler Murray. Like, the thing that I've been saying since this kind of downturn by the Cardinals is, the only thing worse than having a problem is not knowing why there's a problem. Yes. And that's something that's like, you look at the Cardinals, you look at the Rams, it's like the Rams should be better, even though Matthew Stafford hurt, is hurt. The run game has been completely extinct. And that's something you didn't necessarily see with the multi-headed running back crew that the Cam Akers thing is one of the bigger enigmas we've seen. And one thing that I saw is before I pivot to the Cardinals is like losing OBJ and Von Miller, who has to be a vampire. He mm. has to be because he's gotten better <laughs> as he's gotten older. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the fact that they gave him so much cheese in Buffalo is like, cool. Ain't no way that's going to work out. And now he's still one of the perennial better uh, edge rushers in the game. With the Cardinals, the defense was ignored like the middle child, like Marsh, like Jan, Jan. Brady Jan, this offseason. Yes. Thank you for Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. Um, and the offense was supposed to be this juggernaut or close to it, supposed to be top 10 in the NFL. That's not coming to fruition. And the defense, although maligned by many because they've given up a lot of points, I see it as the offense not doing their job in being the strength of this team and forcing a lesser than talent-wise side of the ball to pick up the pieces when that's not how they were constructed. So with the Rams, it seems a little bit more of an enigma than the Cardinals. Like, I know that the offense should be better than it is. Why? That's the problem when we don't know why there's a problem. Yeah, it, it, like you said, the, the similarities are, are kind of spooky, frankly, because like the, the the number one problem the Rams have is the offensive line. This, this is their ninth game of the season coming up on Sunday, right? This will be the ninth different offensive line that they will nice. start in, in, in nine games. So that's the problem. But the problem is – is okay even when you do block it up well on occasion and not that but i mean it's not like they have a blown assignment on every play even then it doesn't work and is it because daryl henderson doesn't have the chops is it because cam Akers and sean mcveigh hate each other's guts is it because <laughs> you know matthew stafford made a bad read or alan robinson doesn't know which way to turn i it, it could be yes is the answer or no is the answer it's impossible to tell 
because so infrequently do they have the opportunity to say, okay, let's take a look at this. And even when you you kind of go through and you look at the tape and everything else, there are 10 different things going wrong at once. So which one led to the other two or 10 or whatever it may be? It's It's been a very, very tricky puzzle. And then, like you said as well, because the Rams have operated in the draft the way that they have for the better part of about five or six years, their depth is non-existent. It's like a balloon, right? You've got all of these people on the on the the surface of the balloon. You got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Bobby Wagner and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, but on the inside of the balloon, there's nothing there. And and once you have to go into the balloon to pull somebody out, it, it's there, there's nobody available. They their their starting center for two weeks was a guy that was a cop two years ago. And, and, and it's just this, these are the guys that they're having to start NFL games with playing a Super Bowl schedule that there's a reason that they're three and five. Yeah. And all is not lost still. You still have Seattle twice. The Cardinals lost to Seattle twice, but they've got two uh, NFC West matchups on Sunday and the week after. Like this, if it were any team but Seattle atop it we would be having a different conversation. Like yep, if the Rams were six and three, if the 49ers, especially now with Christian McCaffrey, et cetera, six and three, this season could potentially be lost for both. But with Geno Smith, do it again. It's that kind of thing. Do it again. And having said that, there are huge matchups within this game to keep our respective teams that we cover afloat. We're going to hit those next here as we roll on Thursday, uh, locked on crossover Thursday. It's been a long ass day. Crossover Thursday on locked on podcast network, your team every day. Um, Blue Nile, okay? Um, Blue Nile differentiates itself in a couple different ways. So as the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring and their easy online tools, let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. And Blue Nile's bench uh, jewelers will help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. And this is where their differentiation really comes into play. If you have no idea what the hell you're doing like me, they've got 24-7 help via chat or phone to help you to, so you don't make a mistake. You keep everything in your budget and get you going in the, on the right path. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile's orders and are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. Make your moments sparkle like Travis Rogers does with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code Locked On to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, code Locked On, to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, code Locked On. Sparkle like me. <laughs> Crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rams, Travis Rogers. Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow Travis at Travis Rogers on Twitter. Check us both out Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, app YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So this is like cousins meeting at the family reunion twice a year <laughs> you know and we've talked about this a lot i've talked about this with corbin smith from locked on seahawks and brian peacock and eric Crocker from locked on 49ers every interdivisional you know relationship between teams is a little bit different yep the nfc west doesn't really fit in a stencil like every specific matchup has different history in a kind of a clunky and weird way because there's been so much up and down with all of these organizations over the last 15 years with the Rams and the Cardinals, it's big brother, little brother is what it seemed like. 
And I said last year, it's almost better that the Rams do win the Super Bowl because then talent will disperse. Nobody expected Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner to sign, but it's mm-hmm. like once somebody wins one, it's like, okay, let me go get my let me go get my money somewhere else. And it hasn't necessarily happened that way, but the, the Rams have regressed as the Cardinals have. Key matchups. I'm gonna go first here. Okay. It's Kyler Murray versus Cliff Kingsbury. This is what it's been for me. And I used to say it as a joke every Thursday, almost every Thursday. That's the, it's not about the opposing defense. It's if this offense can figure out a rhythm more than one good drive a game. That's the big one. Cause they scored early last week. Kyler Murray ripped off a 20 plus yard run on a broken play, which is for those who've been paying attention, the majority of the success the Cardinals have had, that's the Kyler offense. Murray's just been able to go. Yeah. And, and if they can figure that out, this season is not lost for the Cardinals. And that's the big matchup for me. What's yours? And I'll give one more after. So I think that the, I don't know if this is a matchup per se, Alex, but I think it's the most important thing that the Rams need to figure out. And it, it this was going to be my answer when I talked to you today, when we talked about matchups before Matthew Stafford may or may not play. So, right. so I, I think it becomes even more important if he does not play somebody has to move the ball on the ground. So somebody's <laughs> going to have to do it because if Matthew Stafford does play, they need to run the ball. They, they have, they have the worst running attack in the league. They have a, a handful of guys and cam makers and Daryl Henderson. They brought Malcolm Brown back as a short yardage specialist. And they, they just do not have any success on the ground. Full stop. They had going into the Tampa game that their leading rusher had fewer than 200 yards through seven games. So they just don't move the ball on the ground. Now, all of a sudden, you may play a game where Bryce Perkins or John Wolford is your quarterback, and John Wolford has yet to throw an NFL touchdown pass. Bryce Perkins has never played in an NFL game. (laughs) One of those two guys, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them both, quite frankly. I think that maybe a little mix and match, and kind of like when I like to go out to dinner, yeah, I'll have a little bit of both. Why do do I pick one? I'll take take a little bit of both. (laughs) Um, and, And maybe Sean McVay will subscribe to that. But even if they do, somebody's going to have to run the ball, which is why I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. If they do have to use uh, somebody other than Matthew Stafford, I'm more interested in seeing Perkins play because I think he brings a little bit more to the table than Wolford. Wolford is more like Stafford, only not nearly as effective. Perkins is a different type of quarterback. He, he runs a little bit better. He's more athletic. He can get out of the pocket, all these sort of things. But somebody's going to have to do something with their legs rather than Matthew Stafford throwing it to Cooper Cup because that's the, you were, you were talking about Kyler Murray's the offense being him just kind of making something happen on the fly. The Ram offense has been throw it to Cooper Cup about you know somewhere between ten and fifteen yards in the air and hope that he can make somebody miss and run. They they have three big plays this year. All three of them have gone to Cooper Cup. Um, a couple of them have gone for we had one six seven yard touchdown last week. A couple of weeks ago they had a seventy five yard touchdown with Cup that's it. There's not even the, the, the Tyler Higby play or the Van Jefferson play or Allen Robinson. There's been nothing other than the offense going through Cooper cup. And if they're going to win and the Cardinals are coming at just the right time, like you said, the big brother, little brother thing, I think they've won 12 of the last 13 times they've played. Mm-hmm. The, the Rams have won this game, including the postseason. Um, the Cardinals are coming at the right time. If you can't figure it out now, you're not figuring it out. And like, hey, whoever loses this game, that's it. They're they're yeah. they're done. They're they're there's just too much traffic ahead of them both in the division and outside of the division. Whoever wins this game can tell yourself the lie for another week or two that hey, we're we're still in it. We you know, the Rams play Seattle two more times. They still have 
um, a schedule that other than the Kansas City game they have, every other game they have is kind of a 50-50 shot. So if you get a little bit lucky, a little bit better, you can tell yourself that lie. But if they don't run, it doesn't matter. That Stafford, Perkins, Wolford, whoever it may be, they're not going to throw for 400 yards and be able to do it by themselves. Somebody's going to have to move the ball on the ground. Yeah, for sure. And Travis Rogers locked on Rams. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, baby. So, like, when it comes to – there's one more thing that I want to talk about. But when I see the Cooper Cup numbers, it, I always go back to this. And it's basketball, and I don't know why. I think it was the Spurs one year against the Suns when they said, let Steve Nash score 40. Mm-hmm. Just make him a score. Do you remember that? And yeah, two or three I games do. in a row, he dropped the 40-burger and they lost. And it's like, oh, that's how you beat the Suns. You take away his strength of facilitating for others. And it seems like that's kind of what people are doing against. Like, you bracket, you keep Cooper Cup in front of you, but you let him get targeted all the time, and then you take it away when you take it away. And that strangles the offense. Like, that's one guy. That's Russell Westbrook, you know, you know, Ooh, in OKC when KD was gone. I know, well, no, I'm saying OKC. <laughs> like, when it was – it's tw- oh, no, no, no. A better example, a better example is James Harden in Houston where he dribbled okay. for 20 seconds and then find somebody with two seconds of to take a bad shot or he take a shot himself. The offense is just completely stagnant. And that's kind of equated to, to the Rams a little bit with that, with Cooper cup. Yeah. yeah I, I think you're right because Cooper cups numbers are terrific. If you're yeah. playing fantasy football and you have Cooper cup on your squad, you're very pleased with the season that <laughs> he's given you. But if you're a Rams fan, Cooper cups numbers have had zero impact on their ability to win games. He's getting his 10 catches. He's getting his 100 yards. He's getting in the end zone once a game, give or take. Um, he's been great, but he's the only person doing something. It's You're right. It's I'm going to let you do whatever you want, but everybody else gets nothing. And, and because no matter how good he is, he's not going to score four touchdowns in a game. The Rams are getting a touchdown if at this point, and it's coming through Cup. So if I shut down the running game, if Allen Robinson gives me nothing, if Jefferson gives me nothing, if Higby gets me nothing, then, you know, fine. He can get two, and we're still going to win. And, and I think you're right. I think that the, the 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 methodology on how to beat them is not super complicated. I think the – I mentioned this today on my radio show to kind of have a tangent here for a second. You could see this coming. In the Super Bowl last year, Odell goes down, right? He tears up his knee right before the end of the first half. The entire second half was Stafford to Cup, Stafford to Cup, Stafford to Cup. But because it was, you know, relatively new, that it hadn't been that one-dimensional, that they didn't run the ball, they didn't throw the ball to anybody else. It was Stafford to Cup, and it was good enough for a half for them to grab it. Well, now you got a whole offseason. You have a bunch of games this year. It, I mean, to prepare for one guy, I don't care who the worst defensive coordinator in the league is. If I got to just deal with one guy, and that's what the Rams are right now, they're going to figure that out. And, and, and they have. The Rams have been... The three teams they beat, Arizona, Atlanta, and Carolina, are not good teams. The, the, yeah. Every decent team they've played, and I put Tampa in the not very decent, They not only have they lost, they really haven't even been in the game other than the Tampa game. They're, they're a very easy team to defend right now. Yeah, and I would even say, and I said this after the Cardinals, after the Rams game, like the Cardinals were the best team on the field for like two and a half quarters of that game. Because the Rams, they hit it early. The Like the offense, that was during the part of the season where the offense wasn't scoring in the first quarter. I know the Cooper Cup had a drop. I know that Allen Robinson had a drop in the end zone. But when the if the Cardinals give up 20 points in a game for 17 weeks, you expect to go 11 and 6. 20 sure. points in this day and age is the sexy sweet spot of what you want your defense it's to be. It's 13 but, from 10 years ago. Exactly. And, and yeah. the Cardinals had four drives, four scoring drives that resulted in field goals, and that's on offensive play calling and execution. I thought the Cardinals were the best team on the field, at least for half that game. That was in by no means a blow, but you're right. 
going into Sunday, this is the first of two nails in the coffin for whichever team loses. And the Cardinals, for me, one last thing before we go, before Ross Jackson yells at me for going long. Ross, I love you. <laughs> Check him we out. All on saying, shout out. We um, all love Ross. If the Cardinals can't get to Matthew Stafford, this is going to be a problem for the Cardinals. Like, the Cardinals need to blitz. Remember the Titans blitz all night, Coach Yost. They have to just – it's the highest percentage of the year by Vance Joseph. He's a blitz-happy guy. Do it more. Double it. If you get beat deep, that's better than than uh, Matthew Stafford having tea, tea parties in the backfield. So very quickly, the the way that people have been beating the Rams is by doing kind of the opposite of that, is by oh. having that high cover and just rushing four and getting pressure with four because they've been getting pressure with three and four all night long, and they're mm. still getting to them, and you still have a bunch of guys in coverage. So to your point, if you need to send more to get pressure, yes, but just about everybody they've played all season long has gotten pressure with something other than a blitz. And that's why we do crossovers. That's why we do it right there. So Travis Rogers can correct me in front of everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> follow me with Travis Rogers. Follow me at Clancy's Corner for all your Locked on Rams and uh, Locked on Cardinals news. Um, predictions, little hodgepodge in the final segment. We'll roll on here on the Crossover Thursday Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, stats, news, and analysis. I think this line opened up at three, where the Rams are three-point favorites, which is a pick em if it was on a neutral field, which you wouldn't think in week 10, one way or another, that this would be, well, if this is Alabama and USC playing on a neutral field and they, you know, whatever, like having it be pretty much a pick them, it's wild. But BetOnline got you, got you covered. And I do say this every BetOnline live read. If you want the weird ones of who's going to win the division or who's going to make the Super Bowl, who's going to win the MVP, they've got all the futures you could choke down. And that's why I love BetOnline more than most. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get betting, get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. So this is kind of a dreaded segment, I think, because it's like what I've been doing is I've been trying to find ways, doing Lockdown Cardinals Monday through Friday, to find a way for the Cardinals to win games, find mm-hmm. the path. And I feel like you've been struggling recently, like not to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming you've been struggling recently as well with how they've played, even though they've been in more games and they've been a little bit more competitive, even though it's, you know, a definitely a step back from last season. Like I can't find 45 points in this game. Oh, no like chance. I can't find it, even though the offenses have, I think DeAndre Hopkins is still a top four receiver in the NFL. He's not fast. He's never been fast. Cooper Cup isn't that fast. He's the best route runner we have. Him and Justin Jefferson. I mean, Jamar Chase is honorable mention. You don't need speed to be a great receiver. And I still think DeAndre Hopkins is there, especially with the numbers he's put up through three weeks since coming back. Cooper Cup, you know, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Like, it's a star-studded affair. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, like, Byron Murphy's emerged as a CB1. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't find 45 points. And it's not because the defenses are great. It's because the offenses aren't as great as people expect. Do you share the same sentiment? Yeah, I do. The only way they get to 45 is if Arizona gets 30. And, <laughs> and, and, and I, don't, I, I don't think that that's a, a likely scenario. Um, the, the Rams, have they score as few points as possible. They actually had a couple of opportunities to score touchdowns last week. Um, 
they scored one and it was on a 67 yard play, right? That they, the, the play I mentioned where they hit cup and about 50 of those were him just outrunning somebody to the corner. Um, they had a couple of other drives that were inside the red zone, one of them inside the 10 yard line, and it just bogs down and it stops. They kick field goals. They don't score touchdowns. So obviously that's going to keep that number uh, on the other side of, of 46, like you mentioned. Um, the Rams just need to find a way to win. Whether And I never in my life, Alex, thought that I would say this. I'm even okay with a Jeff Fisher special at this point. <laughs> that, that if they win a game 10-7 to 7 or 10-6 to 6 or 9-3, to 3, fine. Just win the game and keep it moving and get to the next week. I, you know, At some point, you're going to have to get your offense figured out. But right now, it literally is the whatever you've got it's got to come out right now i don't know if it's trick plays i don't know if it's running some wildcat i, I don't know if it's bryce perkins something different needs to happen this week to get points on the board because the ram defense like you said it's not you know the 85 bears but it's good enough it's good enough to win games it's good enough to keep what has so far been not just not a very good offensive team but it to be honest, a, a bad offensive football team, it's allowed them to win three games. It, they, they should be four and four right now. They should have won the game last week. The defense did more than enough to win that game. The offense uh, let it let it go by you know not even trying to get a first down on that final drive. Mm -hmm. But if they can just find 17 points, 20 points, I think that the Rams can win this game. I just don't know if they can get to 17. They've been struggling to get to 14 the last couple. They've been putting up 10s and 12s and 13s, and two touchdowns feels like a big ask from this point. If Matthew Stafford's not there, it might be an impossible ask. Yeah, and even though John Walford is 1-0 against the Arizona Cardinals, he was responsible for unceremoniously removing the Cardinals from playoff contention two years ago when <laughs> Kyler Murray got hurt early and then came back and tried to save it but didn't work out. That was when the Cardinals lost to two backup quarterbacks in back-to-back -back weeks 49ers and the Rams why'd I bring it up because John Walford may be starting on Sunday uh just a little update we are recording this for Thursday okay so if something happens between now and we record and Matthew Stafford or Kyler Murray is ruled out we didn't keep it from you like we weren't <laughs> playing uh you know we're not we're, you know we're not we're not doing you know November 10th fools here uh, we just didn't know at the time that we recorded but a little thing that we did like I looked at bet online for the over under they've removed it from the platform right now because there's yeah. so much uncertainty so that shows it looks like even though the report from uh, Ari Mayrov I saw it first from Pro Football Focus about Matthew Stafford like that kind of came out of nowhere didn't it and I know we're going to go and like we'll give our score predictions in a second but like where the hell did that come from and then Kyler Murray with the hamstring you know yesterday kind of came out out of we were as well. we were in the middle of our show today, um, the, the Travis and Sliwa show that I do each day on seven ten in L.A. and it broke in the middle of our show. And we all kind of look, wait, wait, Stafford is in concussion protocol. It was a it was a big because there wasn't a moment in that game where you saw him get you know hit or hit his head on the ground. There wasn't. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful here. There wasn't a two a moment where you went, oh gosh, you know, yeah. that, it was just. He played and the game ended and no one really gave it much thought. So when it circled back today, it was a big surprise. And obviously that they felt that that was the thing that they need to do means that there's a, you know, there's a chance he might not play on Sunday. I mean, that's, I'll tell you what, just nightmare fuel for me. Just little, I mean, it's just you and me talking here. If <laughs> Matthew Stafford doesn't play and Kyler Murray does and the Cardinals lose, you're going to see a rain. We might have to do a podcast together next, just for funsies, just, for, just, just to just see me bleed out of my orifices. <laughs> because like, the thing is like, 
with like, and it's funny and we'll get, so, okay, real quick, let's give our score predictions and let's talk about something fun low. I think that this is going to be between the teens and, and low twenties for both teams. And it could come down to last possession. I'm not going to say, Oh, Cardinals win 23, 17. I have no idea. It's going to come down to turnovers and it's going to come down to teams that can execute and score touchdowns and not can field goals. I think that's a story for both teams. I, I'll, I'm going to pick the Cardinals just because of the uncertainty around Matthew Stafford, because I've never seen, and, and because of how well the Cardinals played against the Rams earlier in the season, even though it didn't look like it looking back, that was one of the better offensive performances the Arizona Cardinals put out. They just weren't executing getting touchdowns, but they kicked four field like, so I think the Cardinals are going to win. And I'm surprised that I'm saying that, but I think the Cardinals are going to win just because of the uncertainty around Matthew Stafford. I'll put it like this, Alex. I think whoever gets to 17 wins the game. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and I'm being serious. And I, I don't know. think the Rams, and I don't think the Rams can get to 17. Okay. I, I, I think if, if, if Arizona can score 17 points, I think they win the game. If it's played somewhere less than that, if it's played somewhere in the 14, 13 range, then, then maybe the Rams can get there. Maybe, you know, the Rams haven't had a, a defensive touchdown all season long. They haven't had a special teams touchdown all season long. So not only is the offense not doing it, they're not getting those little, you know, bonus scores that you like to get, you know, a handful of times over the season. So they, they are, they are entirely reliant on that defense to win the game. Maybe they can get a defensive touchdown for the first time, but first one to 17, I think wins this. And I don't think the Rams can get 17. And so uh, just another oddity, the Cardinals have four defensive touchdowns. None. Rams have none. They have like, and four out of flipping nowhere. One was the walk-off Byron Murphy against the Rams, uh, against the Raiders. There were two against Andy Dalton on Thursday night, pretty much in back-to-back plays. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then Zayvon Collins had one last week in a losing effort. Like it's just, it, okay. We have 30 seconds left. Does Sean McVay retire in the next two years and go to the booth? He re- he leaves when Aaron Donald leaves. He leaves so when, when Aaron Donald leaves. When, so when he signed an extension Don- through when? Through Aaron it's uh, Aaron Donald is signed for two more seasons. So I, I think if Aaron Donald plays out his next couple of seasons, I think Sean McVay is there. I think that the Rams will try to move heaven and earth between now and the beginning of next season to try to fix the problems that are wrong with this team because – we had Les Snead on, you know, not super long, after the Super Bowl, before the start of the season. And he said the Rams window is the Aaron Donald window. That as long as he's Aaron Donald, they're going to continue to go for it the way that they have. And so I think Sean McVay falls into that as well. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is an Arizona Cardinals head coach longer than Sean McVay. I think he's removed from post before Sean McVay retires. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Travis Rogers locked on Rams. Crossover Thursday in the locked on NFL portion of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We will talk to you on our respective podcasts tomorrow.